record. What's up? This is Lauren. Hey, it's Katie. And we are Loca. BFFs living the best life on a positive vibe. Shit. Sorry, I'm trying to get yes. your voice into well, it. Okay. Jesus <laughs> Just get in I'm the here. microphone. I'm okay. <laughs> Come sit with us. You got oh, it. Golly, I think I figured out what I do wrong. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to Loka, the last episode of the two, three. Church clap. Church clap. We've made it. Yeah, we what really did. Off this last, almost the eve of the last day of 2023. The eve of the eve. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Um, Great. I mean, really. I've just been cleaning everything. Like I'm on a rampage. I've been cleaning out, organizing. Like the only things I think I have to do are cleaning my bathroom. And like I'm doing, I'm, I was trying to do this like special herbal, like cleansing, bringing in prosperity oh, right, floor right, wash. Right, right. But uh, I try to go to that little, this little, witch store by my apartment and jet was literally immediately just ransacking the place i said i will come back later thank yeah, you yeah like we'll take, take this home we don't need i thought i home. wore him out enough beforehand out in the freezing cold just you know out there with him and then i thought he would be a little bit chill in the store and hold my hand but that did not no no mm -mm, mm -mm. and you don't want to ruin your family name because of someone no like well that. that's what i said i was like the they were like oh are you sure do you want to does he color i'm like bruh for two seconds and he's gonna run around here with a marker and it's like then i was just thinking like i don't want to ruin your day and mine like let's not do this like you'll hate right. me yeah we can't have so annoyed we can't have that energy going into the new year you know no, I mean? baby no Mine. And worse comes to worse, baby. I will make my own. I have enough herbs here. I'll just make my own thing, set an intention and call it a damn day. That's all you can do. You know, sometimes there's so many things on the internet that of like things you're supposed to do that it like overwhelms me where I'm just like, but what if I don't do any of this? Like, or just write it down, you know, they're like, look into the moon while writing down and then like speak it, fold the paper to you, burn it. And I'm like, well, I'm exhausted. Yeah. It just needs to be the, the intention of it all. That's all yeah. that it is. There's yeah. a lot of stuff, but I did get this evil eye book and it seems really great. I'm really excited to dive into the new year. Like I'm trying to be like the auntie with like the evil eye prayer, because for Italians, you can, you're only allowed to learn it on Christmas Eve and you have to like, it has to be like passed down by somebody, but okay. I figured like, you know, I got to pick up the tradition and like teach people about it. Oh, teach Lauren tried to teach me something that I failed oh, on. Oh my God. This, I, I honestly was like, why is the world so dumb? Like, do you know how hard it is to be like, to be smart? Because no. it's like the moments I have like, of like, oh my God, that was so stupid. I'm so sorry. 
Like Brian will always say like, yeah, you see, you make mistakes too. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. it was great to be the one making the mistake, not the one eye rolling everybody. Right. Well, basically what she's got is this, um, you basically take an egg and you take it across your entire body on your third eye. And the idea is to rid of any negative energy. And I forgot the steps of, then you crack it in a cup and then you add water and no, 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 no. You don't add water. You freak. If you re- read the thing, any, see, and this is the thing that pisses me off because I'm a thorough bitch and I like actually, she asked me about it. This isn't the first time I've told her about it. She's asked me about it. I, instead of voicing her back, I typed out the steps so she could read them and see. Oh, I see. I did. Why that. the hell would you add water yeah. after you put an egg in? It doesn't yeah. make any sense. So right. Here's what you're doing, folks. Yeah, okay. I can read it. Actually, here, I have the text. Well, yeah, I could explain a little bit more in depth. Go ahead. Actually. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is a tradition that is not, that it spans through many cultures. I know Spanish people. I know Italian people. So anyway, I did it after we had a New Year's e- or Christmas Eve, like huge gathering. That was just like so intense. I felt some people were putting the milk on my son. Like they're like looking at him with the screw face. So I was like, fuck you all. So the next day I was like, I'm doing it to everybody in the house. You take a glass of water, usually clear because you want to see if you don't care, you don't care. So, um, but it's, so it doesn't have to be clear, but clear is just so you can like observe after. So fill up the glass at least halfway full throw in some salt. It doesn't have to be any special kind of salt or whatever, but the salt is for the protection. So you sprinkle in some salt. Again, the intention to keep it all contained. You take a raw egg. You, I go from the, like the soles of their feet to all the way over their legs, everything all the way up their body. If you have like a specific area, you feel like is like more in pain or like, you know, resistance, rub it over that, rub it all over, all the way to the top of your head. And then you can say like with this, you know, please collect all of any negativity or any energy that I no longer, that no longer serves me. And then you crack the egg into the water and you see like little strings or strands or little things that come off of the egg. That's the negativity that you trapped. And then you just flush it down the toilet. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting to do, like I did Brian and I did Jet and Jets was like, had this huge bubble thing. It was like big. And there was like a lot of strings coming off of his kids pick up so much energy, like so yeah. much stuff from other people. Yeah. And Brian literally had nothing. So he, <laughs> he has a very strong force field, but that's right. how you do it. And that's what you do. And not just crack an egg in a cup and wait for it to happen. She like, literally no. cracks an egg in a cup, sends me a picture from the top, like over it, like not even like where you would see from the side. I said, take a picture from the side. Cause I'm thinking like, oh, okay. You know, we could then like, I was like, where's the water? She's like, right. oh, we're getting, I'm like, yeah, of the ingredients in literal steps I just told you to do to to be fair the reason I missed it is because I went on a walk and I took a picture and I sent the picture and didn't see the text above so that was you know that was definitely a mistake yeah but then you just started to do it without even clarifying again I had already done it I had already done it before oh wow yeah so you had already messed it up yeah I messed it up before I mean you don't again 
if you just do that, the the reason the water that contains it, it's the water and salt that's like containing the negativity. It's so if you're just, oh, let me do this and well, then I put it down the sink. Yeah, God bless you. That's all I gotta say. God bless the world. Well, speaking of God blessing, I think that what we wanted to talk about this year, this episode was this year, and kind of just give a little bit of a you know, rundown of some lessons, maybe, you know, talk a little bit about, um, some highs and some lows and yes. bless it the fuck on. I and say that goodbye. And then we can talk to, you know, speak about what's it looking like for 24. What are some things that we're looking to do? So I think that that's our good intention for this episode. Okay. I'll, let's start by all like overall out of yeah. 10. What are you rating 24? Or I mean, 23, 24 is 10 out of 10, 23 to me was a six, six. I would give it a solid, I would give it an eight, an eight. Yeah. That's Everyone's great. over here. Like, again, it's like, what are you weaklings? Like fucking bitching about 2023. Oh, like no, 21 no. was hell for me. 22, the fucking worst 23. I got my shit together. I'm yeah. okay. And now we're, we're rising to the top in 24. So I don't yeah. know, like 20, between 21 and 20, a half, like 22, I almost fucking died. So I don't know. Yeah. So this is like, like oh glorious. God, such a hard year. I'm like, did you die though? Were you close? <laughs> no, no death was had. Well, I mean some deaths, but you know, yeah, we did have some yeah. deaths, but yeah. yeah. So it just feels like, okay. So, okay. A six for you. I, I know people would probably rate it a little bit lower, but I'm like, what was so, what was the big deal? What were you I, guys- think, I mean, just like you were saying, like, tw- I think my friend just said something yesterday that I thought was really smart. She's like, you don't know if it's a good year until the end of the year. And so I think that, and that's true. Like, you don't know, like, it could be like, you know, next year you could be like, Oh my God, I'm having the best year ever. But then you don't know until you've gone through it. And I think with like, you were saying for 21 and 22, those could have been people's best years. You know, it's not like it's a blanket statement. Like everyone has to have the same good year. It's like experience changes the years for everybody. And your 21 and 22 experience was what made you give it the rating you did. And then your 23 experience is when you got your life. So of course you're going to get that shit an eight out of 10. For me, I feel like this year was like kind of annoying and like there were good moments, there were good ba- bad moments, but it just, to me, it was a six. It wasn't a five. It wasn't a 10. It was just a six middle round. Well, when Leslie, when we were doing uh, like our 52 weeks of prayer and when we were on prayer, Leslie asked for everybody to just share like a peak in a pit of yeah. 23. And for me, it was just really hard for me to find any pit because every one that I would think of would also led to a peak. So for me, I'm like, okay, if we really are ready to get in that way and looking back, it's like, wow, was it even that big of a deal? Right. And I think that when you like, it's not like when you compare your year to other people that have maybe had some really challenging times, like, like really, really hard, then like maybe you could, could, I could up the rating, you know, I think for me, it was just a lot, like it felt kind of felt like thing after thing, like where I haven't really had a year like that. Like, it was just kind of like, it all felt a little like, oh, this is annoying. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think though, I do, I do feel like in my year, I gained a better appreciation for my work, which is, was in the beginning of the year, I was like, Oh God, this is agonizing. You know, like, this is hard. This is really hard. And so I do feel like in the six out of 10, there are 10 out of 10 moments, you know, like there are moments that were like, 
okay, this is great. I've been able to turn this around. My attitude has completely changed. I, I understand what I'm doing, you know, like, and then there's other things where that really feels like a six out of 10, you know? A thousand so that's percent. So let's talk about a little of the things that you felt like were like, oh my God, like, let's talk about some of your pit, pits and peaks. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like the, that's, I, I hate the word pits because I just like, to your point, it's like, every, there's something good from it. So is it really a pit, you know, but I feel like being, you know, obviously I was in a relationship this year for the first 10 months. I think I was in a relationship. We don't know. Question mark, question mark. Yeah. And, I mean, on your end, you were. You yeah. Were I mean, I was literally, you know, I was like, what are you doing? This is trash. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God Lauren was really there to humble you. You know, I could still be in it. So um, I feel like from that though, I, although it wasn't a peak the entire time, I was able to still pull out some things like how I want to be treated in a relationship, what is really important to me, simple values that like I was overlooking that I was just like, but I'm in a relationship. And it's like, because I wanted to have a relationship for so long, it felt like I was like closing my eyes to like basic shit, like FaceTimes calls, like basic, both like super like Like child. Seventh graders. Yeah. Eighth graders are out here with better relationships, you know? So I think that it did allow for me to gain a better perspective of like not taking any like bullshit, you know, and just being like, "Mm, that doesn't work for me, you know, and having hard conversations, being the person I was in a relationship with somebody that wasn't emotionally intelligent. So always being the person to have to be the one to be like, can we talk about this? Like, that's really vulnerable, but it also allowed for me to know, like, you can do it. You can have conversations that might be uncomfortable, but you can still have them and feel okay about it. No, I think a thousand percent. I mean, again, you got a lot of out of it. And I think that goes for anybody who, when you want something for so long and then you get it. And then most, a lot of times, if you're not intentional about what you actually want and you don't have like standards and boundaries, I think a lot of times you end up getting trash like you and you settle for it because you're like, well, this is what I've asked for. And because you've wanted it for so long and it shows up, maybe not in the way that you envisioned or you know that you deserve, you're still accepting it because you're like too, you're, you have that scarcity mindset. You're like, well, this is going to, this is what I get. Like, if I don't appreciate this, it's not, no, like you get to say, I don't like this. I want to like, (laughs) I want to recalibrate here. And I want to, I want something just a little bit different or, oh, I thought this is what I wanted, but I don't, you get to change your mind as many times as you want in life, like all over and over all of the time for almost every single thing, you know, like even when I was first dating Brian, like, I just remember like, of course, at first he was fly. He was great. I really liked him. And then he just started acting a fool, like not even in like on purpose, but he just started to not be consistent. Like I knew that he could because he had already shown me that. And he started being a cornflake. And I was just like, listen, if you aren't with the shits, like that's totally cool, but I'm not going to I'm not, I want something different than what you're giving me. And if you can't give me that deuces, there's plenty more. I'd rather not have nothing than try to like work with your schedule or work with your little, your, your flakiness. And then just like hit me up when you are either ready or, you know, and we'll see if I'm still around. We'll see if I'm still single. And I think that 
for people, especially with the, on the relationship tip, it's like, stop settling for scraps when you want something different. Like nothing in a relationship, like on the relationship to me is better than settling for bullshit. And you're, you're going to get what you want, but you have to say like, no, I want this. Like you go to the car dealership and you're like, Oh, whatever you guys have, I have $5,000. What can you get me? And somebody's going to come up with the shittiest car and you might play pay outright for it. And you might drive off the lot. But like, if you're like, yo, what can I do? How can we wheel and deal this? You might end up in some, you're absolutely going to end up in something much better. So- yeah. And I think that a lot of times, like when you're in the situation, what I noticed to myself was there was a lot of like justifying just because again, it goes back to like wanting something so badly. And then it's like, but nothing tastes as like, or feels as good as like when you're actually living your truth. So it's like, when you're not living your truth, like I remember like in my relationship many times feeling like not necessarily like comfortable. Like I almost felt like, like, and I would be hitting Lauren, like, I'm just like not having that much fun like this. And like, I understand there's levels to every relationship in terms of like ha- having fun, but I felt that very early on. And I, yeah, you I, were no, it was way too fucking early for you to yeah. not be having fun. Like, yeah, absolutely. and you're just dating. Like, yeah. Oh, you're in a marriage. You have fuck, some fucking kids. You add on like some uh, more adult responsibilities and, right. some and some real shit, you know, mirroring yeah. your trauma. Maybe it's not as fun as it used to be, but if it's in the beginning, it has yeah. to be fucking stellar. It has to be fucking fireworks literally, yeah. or you're going to hate oh, it. Yeah. yeah. And I think I was just. Oh, hold on. Your sound went out, sis. You're going to. I know you know how to fix it now. Hello, my back. You're Uh, back in action. We'll never know what this was. Our producer is still out. Um, But yeah, I felt like a lot of times I just was trying to make it work because it was like, well, I'm here now, you know, like I've, I've done this, but then it was like this like grand awakening of like, even when you hear your friends, like I had a friend say to me like, well, because we never like FaceTimed or talked. It was a long distance relationship on the phone. And um, my friend was like, you, when I said to you, like, that's kind of odd, you were like kind of defensive. And I was like, yeah, duh. Cause I was fucking embarrassed, you know, like it's embarrassing. So then you're kind of like, no, no, it's okay. Like we're, we're, it's different, but I'm like, no, it's not actually it's not. And so I, with that, I will never ever as God is my witness date another person that does not FaceTime or call me point blank. I don't care if people think it's a fucking, first of all, nobody's going to think that Katie, if somebody is in a relationship with you, yeah, they can't fucking communicate in the most primitive of ways, right? then no, like Jesus Christ. And that's what I'm saying. Stop being like, oh, that's too much. But no, it's not. And it's not at all. You know that it's a thousand red flags. Like, (laughs) If someone can't talk to you on the phone, they're clearly hiding something. Absolutely. If they can't FaceTime you, if they're not available to like, just be like, stop. Right. For a lot of it, when you were saying like, I, you know, I'm not having a great time. It's not, it wasn't because I didn't feel like I wasn't trying to cry, but I was like, bro, this isn't like, you really deserve to be in real smitten and enjoying yourself and like have someone on your ass. Like, yeah to be like worshiping you. And that was absolutely not the case. And it wasn't like, oh, well, we spent all this quality time together or that he was showing up in other ways. He just wasn't showing up. And no, I was like, you, are a ha- you have a long distance fuck buddy, bro. Like this is yeah. a person who you're fucking, you're flying over the pond right. to have sex with this freak. And that's it because he's not giving you anything else 
in terms of like any type of relationship, not even friendship. It's like, stop yourself. Yeah, so that was a great, great lesson along the way. So you, that was a, a, a major thing for you. And I think yeah. again, like we, like at the end of the day, we do it to ourselves. You know, it's like, we're, we try to force something we're, we want to, whether it could be a job or something else, you know, you're like, we, we get so sloppy with our like manifestations because we're like, well, I just want something. It's yeah, like, it's, something, oh, no. something here. We'll no. find, feed you fucking slop on a plate, on a paper yeah. plate. Here you go. Here's something. It's like, no, what do you really want? And like, have the confidence to be able to speak it out and say, this is what I want. And yeah. if it, if something comes, you all, even if you've been hoping and praying for something for a long time, and if it comes and it's not right, also have like the balls to say like, no, I, this came to me. I'm okay. Like, let's see if we can do something better. You know, like now I want to revamp a little, I want to recalibrate, reconfigure. It's just like, okay, so now what do I want it to be? Yeah, exactly. And doing the check-ins and making sure it feels good in your body because the body tells you everything you need to know, you know, and I had that information too early. So, you know, keep it trucking, keep it moving. You know, he claimed to also listen to our podcast. So if you listen to this episode, baby, get therapy. No, you know? he doesn't need to get therapy. Fucking drown yourself in the goddamn yeah. sugar, bitch. Fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah, therapy yeah. My dick. Yeah, therapy her Fuck dick. Actually. You bitch. You sick, twisted, like freak who is wasting people's times. Like you're whatever. But he's a succubus, and he's here to do that. And he's yeah. doing it to people who are not confident in what they deserve. Basically, right. it's always the lesson when you get cheated on. Speaking of from experience. It's like you were giving away your power in so many ways and you were allowing it to happen when you get shitted on in any way, whether it's a job or whatever, it's like, yeah, we want to blame the other person. We want to say like, how could they do this to me? But it's like, you allowed yourself to be the victim here. You allowed yourself to like be in this situation. So at the end of the day, you know, all we can do is say, thanks for letting me know where I right. need to be stronger. Yeah. Thank God. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. That's why I don't want to call it a, a, uh, pit or whatever, you know, it's more, yeah, like that's what I was saying. It's like yeah. everything you think of, it can, it's kind of, except for the one real pit, I feel, feel no, like we, I had. Think we both have it. Yeah. It was just like, Hey, this was actually not that big of a deal. It was a, let's just call 23. What it was a, a major year of growth and expansion for a lot of people yeah. and growth right. and expansion does not usually feel great. Right. Yeah. I think that's the case. And I think that when we think about the pit of losing Aaron, it is one of those things where you're kind of like, what's the good of it? I think kind of is like, Oh yeah. He gets to be in heaven. Yeah, and he I, gets like, that's the good of it for him. Yeah. And also it helped us to learn to, you know, I feel like anytime you lose somebody, it's like roots you in cherishing what you have and the people around you even more, you know, and, and thinking about like, ah, oh, what would I have done differently? You know, um, how could I, how, and how can I learn from this? That's yeah. for me, something yeah. I, I really like, if I wanted to find the silver lining in, you know, Aaron's death, it would be, I, I had the opportunity to see him and speak to him a few days before he passed away. And although I was loving and I said things that, and, and expressed how much, you know, he was loved and cared about, it was 
I wish I would have focused and leaned in more on that message <laughs> and really, really like shared how I felt about him. And I feel like, uh, you know, I feel like for the most part, for most people in my life, I really do try to do that throughout the year and like, let them know how important they are to me. And like every so often just really give them their roses yeah. and I wouldn't have, but you know, our relationship was that of, we hadn't really seen each other and hung out in a long time. And this is like, all of a sudden it was like, you're seeing someone, you know, two times or three times in a week. And you're now it's like, because of something specific, it was because of like, people were trying to get him to go to the hospital and saying he wasn't doing what he needed to do for himself. And albeit, of course, he had a plan his the whole time. And he was, you know, not necessarily forthcoming with that information, which I feel like would have been easier on everybody. Yeah. And I'm sure anyone who is dealing with death and, you know, probably does have some, you know, things that they would have done differently as well. But I, for myself, have learned that if I ever encounter anyone in that scenario again, which I feel like is not going to, it will probably happen um, with, of course, someone coming close to death. We're not sure how close or whatever, but instead of trying to, they, I mean, he knew what he needed yeah. to do. And instead of trying to be the person who was like, leading him and telling him like, we, you know, this is, these are your next steps, just supporting him in whatever steps he's taking and also be as loving and as supportive regardless as much as I, I possibly can. Yeah, sure. I think that's kind of a message I learned too. Like I, I think in my experience with it, there was like a turning point where I knew there was nothing to be done. So I just kept trying to send him things that were like, a part of my life and experience because it was just more about like keeping the conversation normal because it didn't need to necessarily be like, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. Like it was like, no, here's a picture of jet. Here's a picture of Beyonce. Here's a picture, whatever, like whatever I was going through, it was more about like trying to just include him like I would regularly. And that to me was like, it was like a couple weeks in, you know, we only had this experience for five weeks because it happened very fast. But like in the first couple weeks, I feel like I was like definitely trying, trying, trying. It was actually like up until Lauren had the conversation, which was like July 16th. And by July 30th, we had lost him. So it was like literally the first two weeks. And then after that, it was just like, okay, like, let's just kind of take this for what it is. And we don't want this to be the way it's going to go. But like, I'm going to just tell you, I love you every single day, but like, and you may never text me back, but here we go, you know? So yeah. Absolutely. Um, you have other, some other peaks that you wanted to like, I, like I what's could, your, I feel like, yeah, I think peak for me was, uh, I had, I feel like I really, I kind of mentioned it, but like work, I feel like I was able to kind of like turn, turn my mindset around, around it. Like, I think that my job can be pretty demanding and like, I, you know, I work with clients all the time and like, there's different ways to navigate clients, but I feel like I'm really good at that. And I feel like I've ended the year with some really great new clients that I really like. And like, the work is really good. And like, I had this goal of like getting on bigger accounts and now I like was able to achieve that. And like, I just feel like I kind of found my lane of like 
also I do like handle the culture and stuff at work. And like, I was able to kind of like come to come to the table with some ideas that were actually accepted and funded and like all of that stuff. And I just felt like I kept going. Like I just wouldn't back down. Like I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep coming with these ideas. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep showing up. Like a lot of times it was very hard, but I feel like I ended the year in a place with work where I was like, oh, you turn this around. Like January 23 versus December 23, totally different person, totally different like attitude, different confidence, different relationships. And it feels really good just because work takes up so much of my time that it felt really good to like see the transition into a different direction. Oh, I love that. Yes. And I definitely noticed that within you. It's like, again, you kind of just like took your power and was like, okay, I'm going to show up like this. And again, instead of like being like, why is it like this? It was like, okay, it's like this. So what am I going to do? Lauren helped me with that. She was like, Lauren said to me, like, what if this is what it's going to be like then? Like, what if this is it? Like, then this is it. And you have to show up like, this is it, you know? And it's like, you can't change it. Just show up. Like, this is it. This is as best as it gets. Just act like this is as best as it gets. And like, then you can kind of like accept that and like be in that. And then the best stuff starts to come out. Yeah. Or you can say, okay, if this is as good as it gets, do I still want to be here? Right. And is like, am I okay with that? And then if not, you can work on, you know, an exit plan and moving on. And if it is like stuff that you can, you're like, okay, I can work with this. I'm going to work within these constraints. Like, all right. So like, let's do that as well. So I think that- that helped me too, you know, like, of course, we're always in such a rush, because we want to feel better and feel different and get to the next phase and complete our goals and be not in this location anymore. And we want to, you know, have it all tomorrow. And for me, I was like, okay, but what if like, we can just like lean into this, like right now, what if this is what it is right now? And so how can you make this the best it can be so that you're moving on? Like, I guess I just think of so many, it's like, I'm trying to explain it in the best way, but it's like hard to explain. It's more of a feeling like, do you ever look back at like times of your life, right? Like maybe when we had lived in Harlem together and it's like that's all you can see right like that's like that's your life like you are a grown woman like this is what your life's gonna be so like everything that's happening is like so serious because it's like shaping your destiny and like this is what it is it's everything feels so finite and then you look back now and you're like oh my god that was such a like a short little stint in my life and it felt like it was the end all be all of everything. And I think we put so much pressure in, in it. And even right now, like where you are, where you're living, what your job is, like what kind of car you're driving, like everything, like maybe your cell phone carrier, whatever, it all feels so finite. Like this is my life. And, and we judge everything based on the present moment, but it's like, stop because this is a small little piece of your, and we feel like we have to, like, we're itching to like change it constantly. And it's like, no, this is just one little bubble of this huge bath that you have to live, you know? And it's like, I was thinking that the other day because 
Brian and I definitely don't get much time together and like quality time. And we've always been a very like affectionate, like connected couple. Like we spent a lot of time just because of our like careers and everything together, like day in, day out, like with on each other's hip, like, and now that we're parents and we, you know, live in a different state and everything, like our lives are so much different. And it feels like I feel a lot of times very disconnected from like who we used to be and like the couple that we used to be. And I look back and I was like, some of those times that I feel like we were fighting, like to get, you know, like have a quote unquote, like better life or like have more things and have more space and whatever. I look back at it now and I was like, oh, I didn't know what I had. Like, you know, we were like living in his parents' attic, like two, two rooms. And it was, it would be like, oh God, we have to get the fuck out of here. And like, oh, this is like embarrassing. Why do we live? Like, you know, and it was like, actually, now I look back at it and I'm like, oh my God, we had such a good time. Like we, we, even during COVID when it was like, I was like, I would, I don't know. I would definitely pay to go back to like some of those days where we were just laid up watching every single thing on any streaming network that you could and eating and hanging out and laying up. And like, it was just, yeah, it was so, but it was something that we were like fighting to get out of, but now I I look back and I'm like, damn. Yeah. And I think that that is what's interesting is it's like those times you wrote into your plan, those times, like you would do anything to get back to them, but it's like, it was also a part of your story. And I think a lot of times, like you said, like the present, it's like, we're like, this is it. This is life, man. This is life. But I listened to something on Abram Hicks and it was like, which will link out. We're working on a project right now where we're going to be able to link out to all of our favorite things and, and share it with you guys, kind of like a directory. And I, I love Abram Hicks and I've talked about her before, but like the idea of like the thing you're in right now is the thing that you've manifested so many years ago. And it's like not trying to rush through it instead of just trying to find the space to enjoy it. And it's like, even like your pandemic experience and like what that looked like, like you had written that into your plan. And now you like have this two bedroom, two bath, like place with your partner and your beautiful child. And it's like, I know some moments it's like, okay, I want to rush through this. Like, I want to be like in Chicago. I want to be living, like, we want to be living close together. Like, but it's like, what about just like, okay. Oh my God. A guy just walked by in a hat that said Springfield. (laughs) Oh, love it. Cool. Um, but what about just enjoying for now, you know, versus trying to rush through and be like, okay, like, but what up, what's next? Because when we're in the next thing, we're going to be like, man, there were those times when we would record on a Saturday. Yes, exactly. That's why I'm exactly. And it's so weird to think that like this space that you're in is not final and is not permanent. And even though it's like, we know that on a logical level, but like our, I don't know, like reptilian brain can't see past like the present and can't, and thinks like, uh, and it's like, you look around and you're like, I need more. I need this. I need that. And it's like, no, just like going back to what Katie was saying with her job. Like, what if this is it? It's okay. Just like be here now. Be here now. And when you're here now, like things look brighter. Like you could, if you actually just sit in it and you're like, okay, like 
okay, I'm having this meal. Like I'm having this, like whatever I'm going on this walk. Like if you can just take in the present moment, like the things that are around you can actually be like super beautiful instead of like having your head down and not looking and not focusing. And just like, I tried to have that experience while I was in the home for Christmas, which can be kind of hard sometimes. I was like, okay, but you're here now. Like, man, these sheets on this bed are so comfortable, like little things, like where I was just like, enjoy this now. Like there are Christmas gifts under the Christmas tree for you. Like that doesn't happen for everybody, you know, like find the little pockets because it's like, you don't have to, your experience is also different than the other people that are, that are in the experience with you. And your mindset is the thing that can get you out. Like, it doesn't have to be the same mindset as everyone else in your family. Like you can just be there, pop in, pop out, but like, enjoy it when you're there in some way. Yeah. I think also like we get so wrapped up in like looking around our present circumstance and then in like nitpicking and thinking about all the things that we wish we had, or we wanted to be better and we're working toward and like, or the things that we have to do. And we really miss like living in it or clumping things together. Like how everybody's like, Oh, you know, of course, like we get it. I I'm, I'm excited for 24. I think 24 is going to be a hell of a ride y'all. Okay. Um, I think, I don't know if people are very like ready for the shifts that are about to take place. And I think there might be some people who are like, I would take 23 if I could like, but it's, of course, we're always thinking the grass is greener or it's going to be better, but it's like, if you like, don't miss out on all of the great things, like you were saying, the little small like details, because they, there are really wonderful times and event you're going to look back and you're not going to be, you know, examining and dissecting every little thing that was part of your experience at this time. You're going to look back on it as one big, broad picture and be yeah. Fondly upon it, you know, that's like you did with the pandemic. Like you don't think about the little moments that were probably hard. You're thinking of like the cozy moments in the house, and you're like, those are the things you're focusing on. Yeah, I'm not thinking about like, oh, you know, the plans that were ruined and all of these things, of course. But there were times where I was like, ah, it was just such like a breath, like a a collective like exhale for me. You know, like, uh, oh, okay, well, we're just chilling. There's nothing else we can do. I love, I loved the pandemic. Agreed. I had, I, I, I feel that I thrived in it for the most part. And again, it was pretty, you know, a lot, some, there were a a lot of things in it that, you know, hindered plans and did a lot of different things, but all in all, it was still like, it's a time that I can still look back fondly upon. So I feel like 23 is also like that. Like there's a lot of things that came out of it that were wonderful that came for me, it just like wrapped up and were accomplishments, you know, um, just even doing like some, one of the uh, most amazing things that came for me this year was the sense of peace of like my own path and journey. And I don't know if it was just like when I read like my gene keys or my like, uh, what, what is it called? What is co-star it's called? Is it oh. shamanic astrology or something like that? It's called, a, it's a different type of astrology. I don't know how, what we call that though. You, you don't, I, I had a reading of it before, but, um, oh, oh, let me see. I want to see how they call it. Um, they actually, might not explain it that way, but basically the guy I got the reading with, 
he, oh yeah he was he said that? that he was helping he is one friend was the one who started co-star and yeah. he had been helping her work on it and it was a specific type of astrology but one of the things he said in his reading a few years ago was like nothing in your life like nothing career-wise is even going to start till you're 40 and then there was another um when I was reading my gene key it literally said like on your life path like nothing substantial will come from your career until you're 50. And I was just like, okay. And I think for me, like I'm so driven and like career focused that it's really tough for me that certain things haven't blossomed and come to fruition. And in this year, I feel like I've just been kind of like, again, what if this is just my ride? Like, that's okay. And there have been some, so I'm kind of like playing with it and like just leaning in. So, you know, I did the lawn care job prior to that. I was doing like, uh, the guest teaching and like, I have all of these different trades and I feel like the world is constantly like, there's like this, this weird piece of like embarrassment slash, like, I don't know what, what inadequacy that comes with the way that my career is where I feel like people are, you know, getting bonuses and, huge raises and promotions. And I'm literally like, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm just like making it pop and I'm like, you know, piecing everything together. And I've like, I've never had a bonus in my life. I've never, I've had a raise because I had, you know, a promotion once, but like that was, and I've had rate other raises for, you know, little things, but it just feels like I don't have what I, what I'm constantly like yearning for and working toward is just not happening. But this year, I think I started just saying like, again, what if I just get to play in this, like play on this path instead of like trying to like be this powerhouse and make something happen? Like who gives a fuck? Like who about whatever title I have? Like I started to think of random jobs that maybe one day I would like to try just to like say I tried it just to have the experience just to essentially like squeeze some things out of life so jobs that I feel like I will probably not get to do but I think they seem very very interesting would be like a motel or an innkeeper oh um, I could see you being really good at that yeah like but in a mountain town yeah like, yeah where like you know, lonely truck drivers come through or like, you know, always have Christmas lights on. Yes. Like wayward travelers. And most yeah. of the time I'm just like reading a book or doing a crossword puzzle and like, it's does. very it's slow, but like yeah. every so often you get like your good, a good character and you like hear a little bit about their story. And like, yeah. you might keep like a little log book of like past travelers that have come through and yeah. like, and it's just very simple and quiet and chill. And I mean, I just think that's so, it, it, it intrigues the fuck out of me. And yeah, that would be like, like these, and I'm thinking of like all of these other jobs that I'm like, you could do this. Like you could get, like, if you wanted to do, you know, like, I think there's so much like glamour and, you know, people are just always coveting these, you know, fast, quick, powerful, you know, like jobs of you know businessy corporate stuff but it's like well there's all these other really random like things that are happening and I think I I like I always am noticing the people behind the counter and I want to know their story you know like I'm noticing the 
you know, older guy who's working at, like, we went to, when we were on our way to Friendsgiving, we stopped at some like little fast food spot. And it was like a spot we'd never heard of before. And we go through the drive-thru and it's like a rainy, rainy, like cold Saturday afternoon. And it was probably this like 30 year old guy working the drive-thru. And I wanted to know his story. So I was like, you know, what's he doing here? Like what, you know, like, it's not like some, you know, 17 year old working at Chick-fil-A, like, you know, go on scram. I don't, I don't need you. Right. I want the people who are like salt of the earth. Like how the fuck did I get here? I'm trying to claw my way out of like wherever yeah. the situation I'm in. And that like to me, or like the people who are like working, you know, coal at Kohl's at the counter or whatever and it's always like these older women are in always know, older what women are you doing it's like you're working a minimum wage like retail job like well, what is the real bored. passion well they're bored I feel like my what I've decided about the women at Kohl's is this is like they were retired they're bored they think like they're gonna retire and stay retired and they're like I'm never working again former nurses something you know like dentist office and then they're like bored and then they go to Kohl's to spend their time. And then they're like, I could do this, you know, just a couple hours bills at home, like whatever. And then they get a job there and then they're the ones helping you at the self-checkout counter confused as hell. That is that. always, that's Kohl's employees. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Do you have any, like, so I guess for me, that's like, we could, we could spend a whole time on this and like dissecting everything, but I really enjoy So I'm kind of like, Right now, I'm not planning on, you know, rejoining the workforce, hopefully anytime soon. Um, you know, we're letting Brian take over and letting me be a nice stay at home mom. And of course, I'm going to still be doing my thing. I'm still, you know, making velvet. I'm still vlogging. Um, we're going to be working on this directory. We're doing obviously the podcast. We have a lot of different things going a on. A lot of abundance this year. Yes. So much like different little, you know, dibble and dabble, little side hustles, little things like that. So for me, that's what the space I'm in right now. But I, I really think like if I were just a single, like if I was single right now, I think I would just like dedicate the rest of my life to working really odd jobs in <laughs> odd places. And I would document them as much as I possibly could. And mm -hmm. then I would probably at the eight, like I would do that for this next like mm, five, five years, six years, maybe a little longer. And then I would spend the rest of the decade editing and doing everything and make it into a documentary. Yep. And then I would spend the rest of at like around my fifties, just like traveling screening the documentary, doing uh -huh. talks and like living high off the hog of like this person who's lived so many lives. High off the hog. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it could happen, especially I mean, if, again, if I were single and I wanted to travel to like some oh. Pennsylvania mountain town and like get the job. Maybe you could do one of your speeches there. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you won't be able to work the hotel, but maybe your speaking engagements will take you to a small town so you can at least get to know the people. Yeah. Get to know the town folk and the other travelers who are, who are just coming through. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be this job, but this, I think there's a missing documentary around truck drivers. Yes. Again. What? Yeah. I think 
truck drivers and nuns, man. Like no one has cracked yeah. in the nun community. I really want to know the weird secrets and creep things that are like we know all about the priests and their little nasty. Where were the nuns? I don't feel like I see them anymore much. Oh, they're there. They're around. I don't ever. I mean, not that I'm like up in the church scene, but like even when I went to church this time i didn't i haven't seen a nun in a couple of years i guess yeah there again i wonder what it's really like you know yeah. i saw an actual movie about it the other day like like a girl like taking her vows and everything and like it i think it's so much different like i feel like if a man goes in to be a priest like people yeah. are like really proud of him right. and happy and i feel like if a woman decides to join a monastery like people are like mourning her, like the death of a woman because they're like, you're so pretty. You have so much potential. Why would you do this? Because they also don't have much power in the Catholic church. And it just kind of seems like there was a time I was literally like, I think it just feels easier to become a nun. Yeah, sometimes I think about that. But I just think I would break a lot of rules. I don't think I'd be a very good nun. No, you're not like a devout Catholic. No, no, You're no, not no. about, you're not, you don't want to make Jesus your spouse. I don't. I think he's already booked. He's booked up. Did you know that? Where did we learn that Jesus had three wives? Um, on the, our recent meditation. Yeah, like when you, I think if you really dig into like the historical figure that Yeshua is, you would re one realize that he's not blonde hair and blue eyed, yeah. and that where he's from, he's probably looks like a Somalian or Ethiopian man. Um, yeah. and too like yeah he had wives and apparently a daughter and yeah but we just leave all that out you know right, we're leaving the, that we're leaving out the open marriage out here um yeah so okay. is it fascinating to me and then i also think the um oh my god i just had it um like not like like okay you know the diner like a diner waitress that like works yeah. the counter yeah. Like, I feel like that would be really cool. Like, I think it would be something where it's like, like, oh, there's Katie, you know, like we used to work with this woman named Connie at Perkins and she was just like an old waitress and I've been a waitress before. So I know that job, but I want it to be almost like not a chain restaurant, like a little, like, oh, there's, there's, she's in her cute outfit again, like have to wear a cute uniform and like have on, or like have on really tight Levi's with my pocket thing in the back. Like my, what I take my orders in write them down yes i'm like then common comes to get a drink and you're whatever or most step oh and then you call him on his line mm -hmm. about yes, his hot chocolate order yeah, exactly exactly but like that would be kind of fun just like a little because i mean obviously i also was never a bartender i feel like that would be i wouldn't be a very good one but i think it would be kind of like a fun social thing why don't you think you would be a good bartender it's kind of uh, like too many, too many elements to the drinks i don't care but if you're like at a dive, if you're a bartender at a dive bar, I don't know. You can, most of the drinks are going to be pretty simple beer. I, I think even like kind of get a little like dodgy. They're like, well, it depends. Are you a mixologist? Or are you just a, your everyday run in the middle damn bartender? Like beer. the beer. Yeah. yeah. You can be that. And also if you really need to figure out a thing, like google the recipe one ounce of this one out like it's not that right. i know there's ways i didn't yuck your yum in the logistics no, i'm just saying i'm i believe in you i think you could do a bartending job you're acting like it's like fucking i just think there's a lot of steps sometimes and i just more of a social talker 
Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that the, there are so many different roles that people play in this, like, especially like in jobs that we do focus so much on the bigger jobs, but like, there are these other jobs, like the people that work at the gas station or like whatever. It's like, how are you there? And like still showing up every single day. I often think of construction workers. Oh yeah. The people who do the jobs that like, if you, no matter how much money you have and like how, whatever status you have, like if you don't have these people, you're fucked like a plumber or an electrician or like, again, like a, a, um, like someone who does mortar, like a more, like, it's like you, these are really skilled professions that are needed are like necessary for like the world to run. You know, they are the foundation of our infrastructure. And it's like, I just, they're not like praised and, and, you know, honored. I feel like how they should be because it is like, wow, you're mate, you've created this, you're doing this for us. Thank you so much. And I got, you know, a little glimpse of that when I was working for the traffic, uh, thing, when I was working with like the electric company and these guys would come out and it's like, people's lives are in on a halt and on a standstill until they come out with their expertise, you know, like, and I just think like some of these, and and again, they're not living great lives and they're not, it's, it's obviously there's a, a lot of inequities in, in our society that we've created here, but it just feels like there's so many different jobs that I don't think most people pay attention. Like I can speak from this, from a person who's in their thirties and is like working a week, like a non-traditional, like non-career oriented job sometimes you're really embarrassed to be there and like if um like if a mom comes in like if I was like doing a lawn right and I'm doing a lawn on a like a person's lawn who's like the same age as me and they might be like a stay-at-home mom and you know have a Tesla in the driveway and like do this and whatever and you're like coming there and you're like smiling and like you're like speaking to the kids and you're like oh I hope they don't think I'm a fucking creep and but like, they don't know anything about me. They don't know, like, I'm a mom too. I have these talents and whatever. And you f- do feel inadequate. You feel weird. You feel like you, and and it's not that necessarily the person is making you feel that way. It's like, you feel that way in society. You feel that as a person who's doing a service that you are a servant right. and it just is a weird thing. And I think a lot of times, you know, from someone who's gotten, um, services that most in been in both roles that most of the time no one is paying attention and then it also is kind of a weird thing like no one's paying attention to you like no one cares how old you are what your story is what you're doing and I feel like there's so like much to that like that's why I would like to like I would love to work some of these interests like these jobs that I feel like people don't pay attention to, but really find out like what it's like, like what is, what is goes to like the day to day. And there was somebody who, oh, so at the post office, this is really quick. And we can talk more about our, you know, just like our biggest lessons and some stuff for 24. So I'm at the post office. It's like just getting to be holiday time. I'm at, it's at, I'm after work. I'm still wearing my uniform. I'm in this kiosk line. That's kind of like one of those little windy things. It's not that deep. Like there's probably, let's see, there's two people working the counter. This post office is notorious for being short staffed. And then, you know, there's probably like, I'd say like 
eight, nine people in line. Mm. So there's this guy whose stories never go well, right? There's two (laughs) people at the counter. There's like a guy who's like second in line. I'm like two people behind him. And he's like, says to this other guy or whoever he's talking to, but he's just like kind of saying it out loud, you know, like how people just have to like spread their bullshit everywhere. He, the, the, uh, cashier, like the post 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 worker is trying to help this girl find who doesn't speak English very well, find this out where this package is. And you can tell everyone's kind of on edge and stress. It's like tour it's getting, you know, four or five o'clock and they're obviously, like I said, they're short staffed and she's trying to explain to this girl, well, like if it's not here, then it's saying it's there. It's not saying it's here, blah, blah, blah. And the girl is really like, well, like she's trying to get her damn package clearly. And we've right. all been there. We've all been the person who's trying to get our package and who already had to go the extra mile because it didn't get delivered or there's some bullshit yeah. happening. Right. The person who sent it really wants us to get it. So they're asking us if we've gotten, got it before yet or whatever. And so the guy is like, what, like complaining that the post worker is going to like to the back to try to help her. He was like, you know, why is she doing this? Like she's holding up the, it's, I'm like thinking like, this is her actual job. Like, like this is, she's trying to service the woman whose turn it is right now. You ask. So like, he's like complaining. And finally I was like, yo, I was like, and I thought my, this was my bad. And you know, this is where I kick in. I thought he was complaining about the girl who was standing up there and like saying that she's wasting people's time. And so, you know, me, I go like all into like defend mode and I'm like, no, you will not talk to her. Like yes, I will be a friend. And I was yes. like, it like, mind you, the girl's not even like paying attention at all. She's like, her back is toward us. And I'm just like thinking, but I just felt bad because I thought she was, you know, he's talking shit. So I was like, yo, I, I said to him, I was like, yo, chill out. I was like, have you never, I was like, you've never clearly never worked a service job in your life. Have you? And he was like, what? what are you talking about? And he literally gets all tight. He's like, I wasn't talking to you. I was like, you were talking out loud. And this other woman behind me was like, if you're going to speak out loud in public, you're talking to everyone. And then he like, <laughs> I love her. He like looks at me and he's like, what do you, he was like, yo, shut the fuck up. And as soon as he says the F word, oh my God, these women are like, do not talk to her like that you know because I had already said like I was like yo stop being an I said an asshole I was like yo stop being an asshole like you've clearly never worked a service job in your life like chill out and then he drops the f-bomb on me and I'm like laughing because I'm just like what shut you shut the fuck up sir but I don't think but like these women are like a gas riding hard for you the f-word even after I called him an asshole like no yeah, one so was like this whole like back and forth. And I just didn't say anything anymore. I was like, whatever. And then that's how I found out he was talking about the woman. I was like, she's just doing her job. You fuck. And I was just, it was a crazy weird. And then like, he got through the line and the, everything all was well and whatever. And it was just like a weird, intense moment. But I'm like, people have no idea no. what it's like to work any type of service job. No, I mean, I, I told this girl once that she was being rude to my nail lady. I was like, don't talk to her like that. And she was like sitting next to me. Like there was, I wasn't going anywhere. She wasn't going anywhere. Like why I decided to do that. I will still never know. But I was like, you can't speak to her like that. Like that you're being rude. And what then was she like, was like, she just sat there 
And then about five seconds later, she was like, wait, like, that's really how I was coming across. And I was like, yeah, like you were being, you're being rude to her and you're talking to her, you're talking down to her. And she was like, that was seriously not my intention. And I was like, that was what's coming across. And then we like talked. Wow. And she thanked me. She literally thanked me. That's and really I was like, I was like, you know, I wasn't trying to come for you. I was like, I just really respect Linda. And like, I don't, I didn't appreciate your tone with her. Like, and Linda's sitting there silent. Doesn't yeah, because you just do be like, let me just yeah. let her, let me just let her say. Let her say. And I was just like, you can't speak to people like that. She's like, I'm a teacher. Like, I was like, that's fine. But like, you are being rude. Wow. I'm telling you, my arm was touching her. That's how close we were. Like, okay. we are sitting next to other i'm waiting to get my nails done and i understand i've been here before where it's like taking a long time it's starting to get really hot like the nails aren't looking how you want them to look whatever it is but i'm like that doesn't mean you can be a trash person like just stop yeah and she was like then uh, it was just like this wild thing where like something came over me and i was just like i have to say something because she's being a bitch and like i have to write i have to tell her this right now it no, I feel so you. It's just, we just feel defense and like coming to people's rescue, I guess. Yeah. Like, do not come for Linda. Don't come uh-uh. for the office. Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. Well, I guess for, uh, for where I'm at, um, I think that from 2023 on 2024, I've been really trying to think our friend asked us like our mantras and hers of course is so good. What's hers? I, I really don't know what mine is just yet. Yeah, what is, do you know what hers is? Yeah, she sent it to her. Oh, you know what? Maybe you're not in this shot. Uh-uh. Are you in this? Let me see. This is in Bloom. Oh, see, that's the problem. I wondered why you weren't responding. Yeah, because, yeah, since this year I did get a new number, some of the old chats aren't hitting my line. Let me hit you in here. Okay, so it was Vanessa. And I'll remove this one here take this out the chat remove um and um hers is okay mine is i'm aligned to the people places and opportunities and experiences which are in alignment with my highest and best self yeah i think that's like what more can you ask for right i know i don't know what mine is i think mine was what did i say um more what didn't i share it with you more 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 life more love more peace yes and i think i said um i wrote it down somewhere bless it don't stress it hey fuck it it up you know that's a mantra that's a mantra bless it don't stress it i think again it's like a lot of times we put it so much pressure, like, you know, when we start the year and like by March, April, people are like, fuck, whatever. It's a wash. Like, you know, but I think it's just like staying in it and being like, okay, like we're going to work with this. We're going to see what's, what else is popping. We're going to see what possibilities there are. And it's like also remembering that this next year is just another short little blip in your story. Like it's not permanent. Yeah. nothing is and it's just going to be one of those phases that one day you will look back and be like oh remember when we used to do that and like so for me I guess more of what I want to do is kind of like organize um 
like my life when it comes to doing stuff for like my family. I like that. So I've like printing out pictures and putting them in photo albums. Like that's nice. important for me. I think we have so many, like, like every night before we go to sleep, Jet now wants to like see baby Jet. And he wants Is to- Is that why you asked me that last night? Yeah. He, he, oh my gosh, what was his reaction? He loves to look and he, I'll tell you which one was his favorite video, but he loves to look at himself as he was like a young kid. And like, <laughs> it's not the pictures, it's the videos. But I noticed like I have like a lot of like, one two minute videos of him you know and like I feel like for us we had videos that were like 30 minutes of just us playing with one toy and like we could see ourselves and observe and just like and there wasn't really anything going on I think now we're like the parents are always like I'm like it's the highlight reel you know constantly like getting like the best moments and like the cutest pictures but it's like why not just, I want to preserve more of like just regular life and say like, this is what we did. This is where it was. And I like, people are always like, you know, especially where I'm like eye rolling when I'm like, here, let's get a picture and let's, but he's like still loves and enjoys anytime. Like I send him like a throwback from like two years ago and he'll be like, oh my God, this is great. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, don't fucking give me any lip when yeah, I'm trying, don't to, give me any lip when I'm trying to create these memories. Jesus Christ. But it's right. such a fucking mother, you know? And so I'm like, I want to be more intentional about preserving memories and like having something for my kids to look back on, not being like, oh, I lost that phone or like my iCloud password isn't working. And like, I don't have any of your pictures anymore. You know, like I want to like get that together. I'm starting like a little book. Um, I'm getting a blank, a book of blank pages, hardback that says like jet on the front. And I'm just going to start writing down like little things like writing down the date and writing like okay right now you're really into you know elmo and you watch it 15 times a day and mm -hmm. you know this is how you say this word and what you know you really love playing with cards and you you know took the uno cards from the library like all these little things that are like <laughs> so in like ingrained in my brain right now because I'm living it. But it's like looking back, like if you asked me in 2021, what was, what was jet like, what was happening? Like, I'm like, Oh God, like, let me think back. And I don't, and I want to like preserve these little things that he can go through one day and like discover little tidbits about himself and, and learn and be like, Oh my God, you know, when I was three years old, I was so into this and, and it correlates with my life right now. Like I always, you know, this is like a th common thread that's always run through like stuff like that. And, um, so I'm going to take a lot of time this year to just be more intentional about that, be more intentional about writing down recipes and, um, getting all of those things. Like I definitely want to come out with a cookbook, but wow. right now it's just like starting by getting testing and like getting the best recipes that I like for myself and my family. And um, so for, for that, that's really, I know there's going to be so much more, you know, in store in 24, but hey, yeah, like so much right more. now that's all I've got. And I just am like, I'm okay with like easing into the pool, like getting yeah. in on the shallow end and just like letting like riding the waves because I'm really looking forward to it there's a, still a lot of like you know loose ends and things that like I have no control over you know my credit score is going up still gonna try to keep, God, keep yeah. with that and I'm, did you know your, you think you've told me this but your rent goes toward your credit score you can't no, you, you have to have a certain um it doesn't it. unless you pay it's the service yeah. I know I just thought my oh, yeah it's just offered it. It's only four ninety nine. 
Oh, that's great. What you have to tell me, because the one I was using was literally like $20 a, a thing to like rent track. And then it like tracked your rent, like every time you paid it. And then, I mean, it was cool. I didn't see much of an increase in my credit score, yeah. but it's nice. It's yeah. a nice scam that they have going on. It is a nice scam. It really caught my eye. I clicked yeah, on so it. to charge renters more money to, you know, report to yeah. the credit bureau. But I feel like just in general, I'm just trying to like, prepare as much as I can like for success because I don't think there's much more I can do to like I don't want to I'm not trying to force anything I'm just trying to be like stay ready basically I love that stay ready stay woke and I think we have a lot of great things to celebrate this year we have some big birthdays I think mm -hmm. we have some really fun things like we get to see each other next weekend already yes. a friend's birthday like everyone's gonna get dressed up we're gonna get some really dope pictures like and we get to celebrate Jet's third birthday. And like, it's just going to be, we get to go to LA together, which we've never done in a few weeks as well. So it's just like, I feel like for me, I'm kind of, I really want to be present and I really want to not focus on, like I was thinking about my vision board and how every year I'm like really hyper-focused on like the love section and all that stuff. And it's like, I think I just am at a place right now where it's like trusting that all of the things that I want in life, I will get like, this is like such a small example. I'm a manifest generator, but I really wanted to get like, you know, those lights that people put in their window that are like, um, battery operated. They're like the candles, mm -hmm. like LED really, candles. Yeah. Like I just thought these are kind of cute. And I have those windows in my, like whatever. And I was yes, like, Oh, they're so cute. So cute. So for Christmas, my aunt gave us these like lights that are like that. And I was like, wait, I literally just said this yesterday. And I was like, I can get whatever I want. Like my sister yes. didn't want her. So I took it. No, I have two. Like, no, they're not the exact thing I was looking for, but like, they're a good placeholder and also a great example of, I can literally get whatever I want. So I think that a lot of times I like spend a lot of time being like, and it's going to look like this and it's going to look like that. And like, I think I just need to find a little bit more ease and chill and like, let, let, let go of the grip and trying to control things. Yeah. Like and this or something better style and like, or what's for, what's for my highest good. And like yeah. see what shows up, like, I would like this, but if you have something better then show that. Yeah. yeah. Show that ass, throw that ass in a circle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, do you have like personal, like any like personal, like achievement or goal things that you would like to do? Like physical, Honestly, mental, emotional. I mean, I have my every year, I have my yoga challenge. I'm really excited to dive that into that. I think this will be year eight for me. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I, I don't know. I want to keep getting like snatched and stronger, but like, I don't want to set a goal for that. Like, I just want to like, you know, really be feeling good in my own skin love it girl love it yeah mine, just to get a fat ass oh yeah you gotta get a fat ass that's number one and yeah. this little like sunspot on my cheek I'm just down to get it removed laser I do want to get individual lashes um that's another thing and that'll that's probably it and maybe I might do another like 10 15 like snatch snatch style before like the summer hits you know i have yeah, a nice amount of time for that and just keep on just like you said like getting stronger getting hotter i think that's pretty much like my physical stuff and then um like i definitely want to find a real like a good therapist like i really need yeah. 
I, I feel like I've gone on this journey so many times. I've like called people and like linked up and then I find somebody and then the woman's like, oh, I can't. She's like on Zoom and I, oh, here's a here's a tip guys. So I found this woman on psychology today in Chicago. I stupidly told her that I, what I'm not living in Chicago and that I would just need to do Zoom instead of saying, can I just do Zoom calls? Because for whatever yeah. reason. So then she was like, actually, I can't take you on as a client because I am only licensed in Illinois, which is so dumb because it's like, which, who the fuck cares? Like if, but I, I had already told her. So then I couldn't, she, she was too much of a stand up citizen. I was like, I swear to God, I won't tell anyone. I don't care. You know, like she's just like a girl I can't. So uh, there's that. I wish I, I do want to find like a really good therapist that I can just like, that can know me and can really help me with like some of my goals where, especially like in my relationship and just like navigating everyday life and like some of the things that are happening that can help me to be more of a, just like a calmer, like that can help someone who is like, dare I say, you know, the most, you know, uh, what will I say? Like the, a Capricorn dealing with the rest of the peasant world, because right. that's really who I am. It's like, yeah. God, why isn't that's anybody really as smart as me? Why isn't anybody wow. as this as me? And it sometimes it's makes you really so like, hard, so hard being you. It, it really is hard being top tier. So and I just, somebody who's so like, smart. So and like helps to humble me in that way. But like, I can, because I, I obviously don't like, really think that I think oh yeah special in their own way but I also I kind of do feel annoying. like that so I'm just like it's it's an, like life can be annoying like other people can be really annoying to me and uh -huh. it yes. depends and especially the number one I'm sorry doesn't take much yeah and but yeah. the one person that I think that gets the most of it is Ryan and um, I want to just learn how to show up better in my relationship. You know, I want to be able to just be more flowing and easy as a partner and more fun. And yeah, I think that's, and then on like my, a spiritual tip, I, I was actually talking about my, uh, talking to my friend about this the other day. I feel like there's like ebbs and flows with like your spiritual journey. And right now I'm on a super, super just like flow phase where I'm just like, yo, I know a lot and yeah. I'm putting things into practice and I'm working on what I know. And I, and I think it came from, you know, when I was going through the depression where I was trying any and everything and like, and I'm going really, really hard with all different, like aspects of spirituality and different practices and rituals. And now I'm kind of like, okay, I don't have, I'm not seeking as much as I was. I just feel really content. And I know there will be other times where, you know, I'm still going to continue learning about things that interest me, but for the most part, like, I'm not like here to like do, like, I don't need to like do be, do microdosing right now or anything, yeah. because for me, like, I don't need, I'm not looking for the root cause of an issue. And I don't like, I'm really in a good space when it comes to that. Um, I think though, I do want to incorporate like more intentional prayer into my life on a daily basis and like just strengthen my relationship, like with the spiritual world and incorporating more 
in a time where I don't feel like I need anything and I'm seeking something and just a time where I'm looking to like, yo, I'm, I'm here. You're here. Like, let's, let's be cool. Right. Let's uh, meet me at the spot. I think that for, that's a, a really good way to look at it. It's like, I think sometimes I think oh, I started the episode talking about how there's so many practices and so many things out there. Like I kind of just want to know, like I've been having these, um, I have these intentions on my phone, like that pop up. I have different calendar invites, like 8 a.m., 7 a.m., whatever. And they're a different intention. And sometimes I just like, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But lately I've been trying to do them more intentionally. And I really do see a change, especially in the latest one that I've added, which is I'm so happy and grateful how money flows to me with ease. And I say that various times of the day. And so I want to just do what I'm doing intentionally, not because it feels like I need to do it. So like if something keeps bothering me and annoying me, the intention keeps popping up on my calendar, then I'm going to remove it from my calendar. Like versus just having it there as like a placeholder. And like, if I feel like meditating, I'm going to meditate, but I'm not going to do it from a place of like, I've got to do this to check a box. Because I think a lot of times, because we've been practicing these things for so long, it kind of feels like, when they're all this outside noise of people that are on it now, it's kind of like, oh, okay, shoot. Like I didn't do the uh, meditation practice, whatever, for 40 days. But like, if I don't feel pulled to do it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, it was funny. <laughs> um, speaking of that, like, I think sometimes people can get like really into like feeling like they're supposed to be doing something. And yeah. it's like, instead of like, just, making it happen again it's like just wait till you feel called to do it like if somebody is like I love meditation like it's my like I it never feels like oh I gotta meditate you know I don't do it every single day but I if it feels great when I get to do it and I like have the time and space and just or I make the time and space shall I say but there's some people who feel like they're like beating themselves up for not doing it or not being but it's like wait till something calls you like you know, uh, for me right now, I don't really ever pull cards. Um, I love pulling cards. I don't do it because Jet will just try to Debo. And I've had so many decks ruined by him. It's just not even worth it. I'm like, maybe in a few years, you know, like when he can respect it or, you know, I try to do it when I have my own time and blah, blah, blah. But then I forget to put it away. And then it's just a whole shit show. So it's like certain things aren't for you right now, you know, like, but like I said, I'm not, I'm not looking to like do any deep dives and like feel like I need, I'm in a place uh, most of the time, again, your growth comes from like a space of discomfort. And I feel like I'm in a very comfortable space, like all in all, like, of course there are things that I want to improve on and, you know, goals that I still have, but like at the end of the day, I'm really like, okay with being where I am because I feel like I've fought really hard to get here. And I like, I'm okay with just like chilling, like at the rest stop, eating a turkey sandwich, watching yes. by, you know, like we'll be working at that hotel. Yeah. Or it's not a hotel, honey. It's an inn in a mountain on the side of a mountain for. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's an inn. It's an inn. Yeah. Said it's yeah. But no, but like, again, this is just part of being a Capricorn. There's actually oh. the reason why things are called hotels and motels. Oh. They have oh. a standard of like, that's how you can tell what they actually are and like that's then the five the star system comes in one star to you know yeah star so 
Wow, she knows. Way to end the episode on a high with a Capricorn fact that no one on this episode knew. So thank you. No, there's like a certain standard that you have to meet in order to call your like establishment a hotel versus a motel versus an inn. And, you know, I don't know, a lot of people might not know that, but, oh, and speaking of which Capricorn, I know we're talking about that. And most people would think that my birthday is coming up. It is. We are not going to be celebrating until April. So there's that. I moved it. I mean, honestly, girl, that is power, power. And that's a Capricorn move. Move yeah, that. because I just feel like it's too, like, who really is trying to celebrate somebody's birthday on January 12th? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I, yeah. I'm tired from the fucking holiday. I just want to chill. I want to, like, get a little bit in the groove, figure out how I want to, like, honor this year and celebrate. And then, and I figured in terms of, like, our friend group, yeah, there's no one, March, April, May, we don't have anybody. Yeah, like, but we have somebody, no, we have somebody October, November, December, January. So yeah. Right. And so I said, let me give myself some space. Let's like smooth it out a little bit because we have literally three birthdays within like a few weeks of each other and it's annoying. So we're not going to celebrate right now. It just feels like people are like, okay, next person, we're going to throw this together. We're going to put this, not throw it together, but it just feels very like coming off the holiday rushed. And I just want to, I want to be more intentional because most of the time I'm like, Oh, just don't worry about me. Just keep going. Just move on. <laughs> she said, and I'm a murder. Now I'm like, okay, well, what, what will I really want to do and give people some time and like free schedule, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we got to free it up. We got to free it up. Yeah. We so you going. can, you can do whatever you want. It's your life. You know what I'm saying? Move your birthday. If you want, decide that you want to celebrate your anniversary on a different day this year. Who cares? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Well, I want to say it's been fun rocking with you another year, another episode. And I'm excited to see what 24 brings us. Bless it on, you know, bless it. I got to learn my motto. Bless it. Don't stress it. Got to learn my motto. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More in 24, more life, more love, more peace. And more Capricorn energy, even though now she's going to be an Aries. Yeah, well, I already am an Aries, so it works yeah. out great. Aries rising. <laughs> so smart of you. She's so, she's so, so strategic. She's such wow. a fucking genius, man. so brilliant. Wow. Yeah. I become you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, it's just, all I'll say is it just feels like a lot of wasted talent in this body. But other than that... <laughs> She's that's what my life honestly feels like for the yeah, most part. It's just like a wasted, a lot of wasted time. Wasted. No, honey, you got to save it for your fifties when you're tired. Yeah, well, I won't be tired because I won't. I won't have exerted much <laughs> now in these next fucking twenty years that I have wow, to get there. Yeah, I'm just, just turning thirty. Yeah, you just turned thirty. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I will be on January twelfth, aka April thirteenth. Yeah, bless it on. Happy birthday. Thanks. Well, thank you. Happy New Year to our listeners. And we'll talk to you in 2024. Yeah, we'll see you in 2024. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>